This episode of the Adoption Connection podcast is sponsored by our new free three-day live compassion challenge. This is for the discouraged adoptive mom. In three days, understand why your child pushes you away, why you are not a bad mom because you're losing your patience, and shed the feelings of shame and guilt. There's hope and you can regain that compassion again. So we start live on Tuesday, August 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern, right in our Adoption Connection Facebook group. Um, But to make sure you grab your spot and get all the details, you can head to theadoptionconnection.com slash compassion to sign up. Welcome to the Adoption Connection podcast, where we share resources by and for adoptive and foster moms. I'm Lisa Qualls. And this is Melissa Corkum. Don't worry, we get it and we're here for you. Today is a Mentor Moments episode where we answer a listener question. These episodes give you a chance to join the conversation and guarantee we're providing the most helpful tools and resources for exactly where you are. Today's question is, I'm looking for ways to help my child deal with homework. My philosophy tends toward, she's young and I don't want homework to become a constant battle, but there's also that part of me that worries about what happens if she doesn't get it done. I feel like maybe she's getting away with not doing homework if we don't push it, and then it will be a problem in future grade levels. I just don't think it's worth the meltdowns this stage in the game. Melissa, do you like to start? I mean, the short answer is I don't think homework's ever worth the battle, and I know it took, it took me a long time to get there, and so I get if not everyone's there, but I kind of played this game with myself about the what if. What if, you know, the listener asked, what about the future, and I thought, well, what about the future? Thing is, is that no one like failed at life because they didn't do their homework. And even if like, let's take it to the really, really extreme and say like your kid fails out of high school, um, which is almost impossible with no child left behind anyway, then when they decide that they want their education, they can go get it. They can do community college. They can get a GED. Like it's just not as paramount and critical as sometimes I think we've built it up in our heads. And I love education and I think it's really important. I just think there's so many other things that we're dealing with as families of kids from trauma that I just not sure that this is where I would, my hill that I would die on. Well, I have a couple of thoughts and some practical things as well. Um, with Calcadon in particular, her therapist told us before we even, even attempted to do any homework, to just let her wind down. And she actually even encouraged a little screen time, like watching a short show or um, letting her play something on the computer or the iPad, just to let her brain sort of rest from the work of school. The other thing is with all of my kids, I would never attempt homework without first feeding them. <laughs> you know, give them something to eat, give them something to drink um, because they come home from school tired and generally overstimulated. And my kids usually come home hungry as well. So those are the like super practical little things. And I think there are some kids, depending on the homework, that after dinner might even be better, depending upon the kind of work it is and how old they are and all those kinds of things. Um, the other really proactive thing that we've done is um, with one of our kids, we've put him in a tutorial class that happens for one of his class periods at school. And the whole reason we did that was so that he could accomplish his homework at school. I just explained, you know, 
this child is very, very resistant to any help. He does not want my help with homework, and yet he needs support and help. If he gets behind, he gets overwhelmed, and then he just shuts down. And so last year, we struggled with homework a lot. This year, I asked for this tutorial class, and it's been amazing. It's been the most brilliant, simple solution, and actually made my life much easier and made our relationship easier. Because now he accomplishes all of his homework. His grades are far, far better this year. So he feels good about it. I certainly feel good about it because... I rarely have to worry about homework because he really is getting it done at school. Um, the one exception is when he has a long project, you know, the kind where they have to set up a presentation board or something. But then he seems a little more willing to accept my help. So anyhow, honestly, removing homework has been the most helpful thing for me. Just cutting it out hasn't been the solution, but making it so he can get it done at school has been our best solution. Yeah, especially with kids who struggle with attachment, outsourcing jobs always is helpful. They will always accept help more readily from someone who's not an attachment figure. And then something else just to this a little bit, it doesn't contradict what I said earlier, but sometimes our kids don't want us to tell them homework isn't a big deal or that they don't have to do it because they know that it's different. They feel like that accommodation is like too special for them or setting them apart and they don't want to feel different, but they're really struggling. And so we just have to be paying attention to what's best for our kids. And in those situations, I think it's really tempting if we've decided that we are going to help our child do homework because it's what he or she has deemed helps them feel connected to the class and like they're keeping up. It's tempting if it's hard to be like, I knew this was a bad idea. Like I'm just not going to do homework. But I think that gives their behavior and their dysregulation a little too much power. So kind of like a couple episodes, Risha talked about how she just patiently waited for the girl to get on her horse. You know, I think we can probably do take a similar stance where we say, I know you can do it. I'll be here for you. I'll wait for you to regulate. We don't have to be super pushy. Um, And if, you know, time runs out, like the natural consequences up against bedtime, that's a different story. But to not throw in the towel because it gets hard and to just, you know, keep telling our kids that we believe in them and that we're going to be there for them and kind of being that lighthouse in the storm. And that takes some of the power away from their dysregulation, which I think is super important. Yeah, it is. And unfortunately, homework for kids who are in public school, well, in private school, but for kids who attend school, it is their reality. And so I think it depends a lot too on their Uh, maybe their cognitive abilities and other challenges they may have. If they have an IEP, they certainly have more flexibility or we have more flexibility to request things. But um, for me, finding solutions to the homework problem has been, has been really, really helpful in my relationship with my kids too. Perfect. So if you'd like to submit a question for a future episode, send an email to email at the adoption connection.com, or you can leave a voice message. No one picks up that line. It's just a way for you to record your question so that other listeners can hear it. You can call 208-741-3880 to record your question there. And if you need more personalized help, we do offer private coaching. So you can sign up for a free session at theadoptionconnection.com slash services. 
Before you go, we'd love to connect with you on social media. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram as The Adoption Connection. Thanks so much for listening. We love having you. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a quick review over on iTunes. It will help us reach more moms who may be feeling alone. And remember, until next week, you're a good mom doing good work, and we're here for you. The music for the podcast is called New Day and was created by Lee Rosevere.